0: Hello friends, my name is Dane Miller and I'm now Spain and we are your fuck buddies. Welcome to the podcast. We, we are Welcome dating and Sex to to the podcast. <laughs> look i'm sorry i cut you off yeah we are a dating sex advice podcast where we take your sticky sexy situations and we flip them around and turn them into sexy sticky situations yeah
1: and most of our solutions involve flipping whether it be the back flip variety front flip variety or just you know putting the thing that was on top now on the bottom <laughs>
0: You what know, am I even we, talking
1: about? No, we are. We
0: take the questions that we get from either the internet or from our lovely listeners, and we answer them for you, basically. We have had some complaints in the recent week that literally every question we have, people have been loving the amount of questions we've been doing, mm-hmm. but uh, they've complained that we just say, do a backflip, and yeah. then move on to the next question. Yeah, it's, it's funny,
1: because all the people that are able to do backflips have, have found it very helpful. All the people who can't have found it very frustrating, and like the the sad truth is, while I can advocate for the use of backflip, back back flips, back um, I can't tell you how to do one. You know, that's like what I can't, for yeah, exactly. Thank you. We actually have a partnership with uh the backflip channel on YouTube. Um, not that's not why
0: this is our advice, but uh, I'm gonna stop you right there mm-hmm. because I'm worried that there is a backflip channel on YouTube. And in this day and age I can't be positive that the Backflip Boys aren't some sort of like white supremacist. Oh yeah. Or you know what I mean like there's a group of people calling themselves the Proud Boys. Yeah. Which and the Backflip Boys is a way cooler oh, name than that. There is a Backflip Boys
1: with 150 subscribers. Um I don't know what the fuck this is but yeah you're right it could be it could be dangerous. Yeah. And we are not related in any way to anyone <laughs> with a stupid-ass gang name. Also, like, okay, when I was a kid, we all got, like, little fucking bikes. And I was probably, like, nine. Everyone in our neighborhood, like, the, little, the kids I hung out with. And we called ourselves the Wheelie Boys for not very long. Um, because even we knew that was dumb. But even that name is better than the fucking Proud Boys. Like, you imagine, Trump's like, yo, Wheelie Boys, <laughs> stand by. Everyone would be like, oh,
0: shit. What? To be fair, wheelie boys at least sound like you're like a biker gang, like yeah. could be a biker gang, like one of those ironic ones, like, you know, the big dude in prison named Tiny. Mm-hmm. Like if if someone was like, oh, shit, the wheelie boys are coming in the town. Well, I would be that, I like, would be a lot more nervous than someone being like, hey, the proud boys are coming. Yeah. You know, I fucking... either think that they're like either think they're like really jolly gay men or like Bible thumping sweater vest wearing nerds or like. Eight-year-olds who were trying to come up with a cool name and failed.
1: <laughs> My, fa- yeah, I think the the Wheelie Boys was the name of that crack uh, anti-protest police bike gang, right? Yeah, <laughs> barely could stay on their fucking bikes. That oh, was so good. All right, come on, let's. We we've, we're getting off on some real goofy energy right now.
0: We've I lost all our listeners. I want to just preface something before we get to the end and disappoint people. I'm not going to be doing a Pornhub comment. Uh, I don't know how long, but I'm, t- I'm giving it a break because today when I was looking for one, I came across a video called anal mom. Okay. And it made me laugh what's, what's because those is? two, those two words together, <laughs> I don't know. I just think anal mom is a funny, you know, I, it's the opposite of cellar door. I think it's and, more like
1: that's poignant. It makes you think cellar door. It's like, eh, I get it.
0: Yeah. Or maybe it could be a lot
1: of things like it could be she a superhero. Yeah. Did she give birth via her rectum? Yeah, maybe that. Oh, my God. Yeah, that that sounds actually almost more plausible. But like, maybe that's just her power. It's like butt stuff.
0: I clicked into it because I was like, anyone who names a video anal mom would probably, you know, gather some comments that would be choice. Mm -hmm. And then I found out that anal mom wasn't the name of the video. Anal mom is the name of the site. So there is just a whole brand of videos that are (laughs) under the label of anal mom. I don't know if I'm ready to process all of that quite yet. So I just need a break from Pornhub comments for a while. That's okay. You can do RedTube comments instead. I imagine they're all just anal mom videos there. I assume so. Um,
1: Uh, Okay, let's let's get going. You ready for a question? Yes. So I'm worried that you have this one because I got it today this is by murp 82 My 24-year-old female boyfriend, 26-year-old male of four years, has held onto and bragged about an engagement ring for almost two years, and I'm not sure what to do. As the title <laughs> states, I have been with him for four years. He's my first everything. First real kiss, first relationship, first time sexually, everything. He, on the other hand, is very experienced and does not make that a secret. I'll admit, it's caused me to be a bit insecure in our relationship, Nevertheless, it feels like we're basically the same person. We share a lot of the same interests, humor, behavior, etc. Although as time passed, I realized we're much more different than I thought. We had a decent relationship nonetheless. However, this particular situation has opened my eyes. About a year and a half, two years ago, my boyfriend bought an engagement ring. While it would normally be secret until you actually propose, he didn't keep that much of a secret either. Months later, I knew he had it, as did my family. For the longest time, I was excited. I didn't want to get married ASAP, but I'd love to be engaged, knowing commitment was coming down the road, almost like pre-ordering a video game. Haha! <laughs> I started wondering when he was actually going to make use of it. I mainly started talking to him about it this year because I'm impatient, was confused as to why he would brag about it, but not use it. After a family event or trip, he would tell me he was thinking about proposing there, but didn't. And he would say, but it's the thought that counts. So I decided to bring it up to him. He said he was just scared of asking my dad for permission. That is very important to me. Don't understand because my dad loves him as if he were his own son, and my boyfriend has a very IDGAF, laid back attitude. Something scares or even phases him, but whatever. I let it go. Fast forward to the past week and I've had enough. Top of other insecurities, constantly thinking of when he might do it and why he hasn't has really got to me. Am I not enough? Does he not find me attractive anymore? Am I wasting my time? I told him I knew he wasn't scared of proposing because of my dad. He has literally told my dad he's been waiting for him to ask for permission. My boyfriend then said he didn't propose because he started to wonder after buying the ring if marriage was something he actually wanted to do. I feel like an idiot for fantasizing about him proposing when we were on trips with our families or on a romantic date. He would also joke and say, I'll just ask your dad right now when we're at family dinners, and then wouldn't. Now I realize it's a long-running lie and a cruel joke. I understand his doubts on marriage. I wish he never bragged about buying it to me. He told me his true feelings earlier. Like I said, I don't want to get married ASAP. Now I'd be fine just being engaged. We both feel completely ready. The fact that he's not comfortable taking our relationship to the next level makes me sad and embarrassed. However, I don't know if I'm just overreacting. My mom and friends say I'm wasting my time, but I can't imagine starting over with someone new. At the same time, I don't want to keep pushing forward for something that may not even happen. What should I do? And then there's an edit where there is a ring. He's teased her by showing the box itself. Uh, it it's, exists and is real. He has it just sitting around.
0: There is so much happening on both sides of this question. I think what we need to do is ignore all of it and go back to one sentence that I think snuck by a lot of people. Okay. When he said, my dad loves him as if he's his own son. (laughs) 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 Do you see what I'm getting at here? I'd like you to go into it. I believe... That at some point in time, this man has found out that they are actually related, and he is actually the father's son. Whoa. And then he, so he bought the ring with the purest of
1: intentions. Oh, 100%. And then found out, and him and the dad are both like... Does is the dad
0: does the dad know? See, I'm wondering. I'm wondering if, like, maybe he was like, he's like, you, you know, he asked his dad for permission. And then the dad said something that sort of like, you know, put all the pieces together. Yeah, while they were doing it, the son, like, you know, he fumbled a little. And when he was reaching
1: down to pick back up the ring that for some reason he was showing the dad. Did he propose to the dad? I don't know. Either way, while he was <laughs> grabbing, grabbing the ring, he dropped his his loose top because he's a hipster, I think. His loose top slipped and there's a very significant birthmark on his shoulder. And the dad goes, wait a minute. He pulls down his loose top because he's a hipster dad. And they they stare at each other's matching birthmarks on their shoulders. And then they were like, oh, shit, we can never tell her. And they're like, but you still date her. Keep dating hey, her for Steve, two more please. years. Yeah, please. Um, don't worry about breaking up. That's out fine. Her. You've she- already done it, I guess. You just but, can't
0: do anything in the Lord's eyes.
1: Yeah, you can't get any worse. You can keep it at the level you're at. That's fine. That's fine. But it can never escalate. And meanwhile, they're just both really bad at lying. So every time they just say, oh, they're trying to pin it on each other. Like, gotta gotta wait for his permission. Well, I can't wait for him to ask me.
0: Yeah.
1: You blow this whole thing right
0: open. Uh, Then just do a backflip. All right. So this comes from (laughs) Reddit user. Uh, No. Okay. I'm going to address two things. One, I think this guy is so immature uh, on so many different levels That I don't know if pursuing a serious relationship to the extent of marriage is a good idea. It seems Mm -hmm. like he needs to sort of figure out a lot of things uh, before progressing to a stage in a relationship as serious as marriage. Yeah. On the flip side, I think you need to fucking chill with how much marriage means to you. um, Because it shouldn't be like an obligatory step. You know what I mean? Like, it seems like she's just like, we've been together for X amount of time. Getting married is the next step. And that is the only reason why I should stay in this relationship. And I think that's weird. Yeah. I, I think do, the, do you feel me like, on that one.
1: I think there's like the one sentence where she's like the fact that he's not even comfortable taking our relationship to that level from dating to engage, make me feel sad and embarrassed. I get that. However, I think like her and her main problem, which is, I think, very reasonable is that like if she hadn't been told about the ring, I would like to see where she'd be at right now, like whether she would yes. still be like, it's been four years. What the fuck? Because getting the ring, making a public knowledge, not just to you, but also to your friends and family and that's then weird. just never doing it like that's a wild fucking move. Yeah, it's, it's and I think that would be frustrating, too, because I think it's almost like if someone's like, hey, I'm going to punch you in the arm. That's it's like, if they just punch you in the arm, and be like, what the fuck? But then waiting for that punch is like, okay. Yeah. And then one day you're like holding like coffee that's full up to the brim and you're like, shit, are they going to punch me now? And another time you're wearing like a padded sweater and you're like, oh, it'd be cool if you punch me now. And it just never happens. Cause like, I'm sure there are times where like, maybe she's, you know, it's been a perfect night. It's all romantic. Like she's all dressed to the nines and she's like, shit, this would be perfect. And. Uh, conversely other times where she's like not feeling so hot maybe she has diarrhea and it's like oh i don't want to have to like run away from this fucking proposal and just go shit my brains out um and that's always going to be in the back of your mind but they just never get there
0: yeah it you've definitely set like this dude has set himself up for failure because no matter how good of a date that you're on oh yeah the disappointment of you not proposing on that date is good like you've literally like set up uh a, like a an an infinite loop of disappointment. Like mm-hmm. until you propose.
1: Which now, after so long, is also gonna be a disappointment.
0: Yes. Like, I unless you're working on the world's grandest proposal, and I don't mean like big or expensive, I just mean like the most like spot perfect. on pin perfect, yeah, like just amazing proposal. Nothing you can do is gonna live up to like two years of fucking buildup. It's just not gonna happen. Um so I think the most important thing, I think uh, she needs to sit him down and be like, hey, can we talk about this ring mm-hmm. Um, and and express everything that you've just said? Be like, I think it's weird that you bought a ring, told everyone about it, and haven't done anything about it. If you're not sure about getting married, that's fine. Tell me that. Mm-hmm. If you're not sure about the relationship, that's a conversation we should have right now.
1: His like playfulness and his
0: kind of like lack of regard with... With her feelings and
1: her situation. Cause she's she's put him he's put her in the shittiest situation. It's like, I'm sure people have asked, like, oh, has he done it yet? You know what I mean? All these people who know, like every time they go out, not only is she probably wondering, everyone else is wondering. And that's yeah. been knocked off for two fucking years, and it's gonna get awkward. And the worst part is when it finally happens, if it finally happens, it's gonna be a disappointment for them as well. It won't be like, oh my god, well done. It'll be like finally you know like yeah exactly and what should be a nice situation long before it was even a thing
0: yeah you've sort of like blown your engagement load like no one's gonna care no oh, you got engaged it's like yeah cool like we knew it was coming forever and we don't care about this yeah so like just let them know all these things and like i guess point out
1: the fact that like these jokes like i could have done it but it's the thought that counts like lol it's like no you don't get you don't get points for not for saying you could have proposed but didn't choose to, and like joking and laughing it off, and like mocking me by being like, "All oh, ask your dad," and like lying and saying I'm nervous about talking to him. When one, you know it's going to be a fine conversation because he's told you, and two, you don't seem to care about anything else, and clearly you don't care about much if this is your whole fucking play. Really yeah. lay it out and maybe make it clear that you're not trying to force them to propose. Because I'm sure this person will will retaliate with that. I have a little tantrum and be like, fine, I'm proposing now. Are you happy? Like, don't yeah. do that.
0: And if, like, that's, if that happens, be like, cool, I think we should see other people.
1: Yeah. In, in fact, I think in general that should happen. You mentioned a lot about being hit your first pretty much everything. You're putting up with so much shit because of that. You know, and yeah. like starting over with somebody else seems so daunting. But like you're 24. That's that's nothing. You know what I mean? Like you're, you're very, and I'm sorry, not to sound dismissive or anything, but I mean, like we've all been there. And in the moment it feels like this daunting world shaking thing. It feels like almost impossible to consider, but when you're there, you look back and you're like, Oh shit, thank God, because you're willing to put up with so much at the start of your like forays into romantic relationships because you know, you fall hard and you don't necessarily know much better. And, and again, the less you've done it, the more daunting it does seem. So i think you need to get out
0: yeah i mean like yeah sentimentality is a huge factor in this because like in your mind you're pretty much married Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like he has a ring so you're gonna get married so like it's hard to sort of walk away from that but i yeah that's another thing
1: it's it's like manipulative because it's like you're not engaged but you're kind of engaged Yeah, you know what i mean so it's like you're not leaving your boyfriend you're leaving that guy who got you the ring right You know, like your family are going to talk to you about that. Your friends, like everyone knows. So I wouldn't be surprised if this was just some weird kind of like staying tactic from him where like you're more entwined because that's what abusers do. They like entwine you to them various, various ways. And like, I don't know. It seems possible that that's kind of what this guy's doing.
0: Like I said, sit him down, lay it all out. If you can't have these conversations with someone you're expecting to be your husband, then you're not in the right relationship anyway. Um, So lay it all out exactly what nile just described and then make your choice from there and like i said if his if he's like he responds with all right fine i'll propose right now that is not that is the biggest red flag you can get here because he's not doing it because he wants to he's doing it because he feels like he has to he's almost weaponizing it then as well it's like and it's probably a
1: way for him to get out of like he can be like it's your fault then that we didn't have a good proposal it's whatever you asked for this you wanted this like you know what i mean it's going to turn the shitty situation into a you problem and not a him problem. When right now it's a him problem and he, you know, so if, yeah, if that talk doesn't go really well, I say completely and utterly dump this person. And if for some reason he does have a very good reason and you guys can actually talk it out, don't get hung up on the fact that like marriage is the next step because it's been only four years and you're 24. You know, like if you really love this person, what's the fucking hurry
0: the the thing you have to be willing to compromise or sacrifice on, on in this like conversation is the dreams of getting married. You know what I mean? It's like not forever or permanently or anything, but you might need to sort of table that for a bit for you guys to work on your relationship to get to the point where marriage is a healthy and good option for you. Yeah.
1: And like marriage is a huge deal. So it's like, you really don't want to be going into this with doubts or with, Anything looming over you guys because, you know, you think it's awkward having to explain not being proposed to yet. It's going to be a lot more awkward to then have to explain your divorce, you know. Mm-hmm. Um So just, you know, take time. If you need time, take it. You're again, you're
0: young. There's no rush, nor should there be. This comes from Reddit user. And hey, let's talk about this name later if we have to. Uh, this comes from Reddit user STD Tyler. Saying that out loud now, I feel like we might have actually had a question from him before.
1: I think I would have remembered that.
0: Yeah, maybe. Um, he asks, is it possible to be monogamous? One girl for life? Every time I get into a relationship, there's a big spark at the beginning. But then it dies down. Even sex goes from three times a day to once a month. And then I crame another woman. I'm 37, so I don't think I can keep with this pickup artist lifestyle forever. I want to settle down with one girl and focus on more important things and put this whole pickup artist shit behind me. But then I don't believe that I will not crave for another woman or be sexually satisfied for life with one girl only. Or maybe I haven't found the right one yet. Question mark.
1: Um, Is this on the humble brag subreddit? It's from seduction. <laughs> oh, I just fuck so
0: much and I'm old, but damn, I can't stop picking up. Um, I, I think- Okay, hold on. I... As someone who's turning 33 this year, I don't want to consider 37 old. Thank you. Old as hell, man. (laughs) You people in your 30s? How do
1: you even function? I'm going to stay young forever. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm 30 very soon. I was going to say, are you turning 30 this year? (laughs) Yes, that's the joke. (laughs) Okay. I think it's a silly question in a certain sense because, yes, of course it's possible. People do it a lot. (laughs) yeah um however a lot of people have difficulty with it uh look at the divorce rates um I guess you need to figure out like if it's something you want to do you'll be able to do it right unless you're telling me that like you know your sex drive conquers everything like I don't know have you found people that you just haven't matched with on a sexual level you know like I think the amount of sex one has in a relationship does go down the longer you're together but like of course yeah but like that is usually on both sides of the table as well. You know, it's not like just one person decides they don't want to have sex and the other person's like, damn it, you know, or at least it shouldn't, you know. So I like, think you got to find someone that you're on the same level with. And you keep mentioning like focusing on more important things. What are those? Because if they're more important to you, then you should be able to focus on them more. Right. Right.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think the the problem here is one. I don't think this guy really knows what anything means. Like, monogamous doesn't necessarily mean one person forever. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, monogamous just means that you are in a committed relationship with one person. Yeah, it doesn't mean forever. Mm-hmm. That's that's not the definition of the word. I guess he's um, thinking marriage, right? Yeah. Um. So like, you can understand and like come to terms with the fact that like being in a relationship doesn't mean forever. Like it, it's, I think, I think that might be a part where he's getting trapped in the sense of like, if you're in a relationship, like you're allowed to grow and change. And if the relationship no longer works, you can move on from it. Mm-hmm. I think that scares the shit out of him. Mm-hmm. And he's using this idea of like, Oh, I could get sex. I get, I get cravings for sex. It's like, no, you're probably just getting scared and finding excuse and running away. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I like to to trust someone and to be exclusive with someone is scary. It like mm-hmm. it's it you know, there's really no way to put it. Like even if you are absolutely comfortable with the person, you love them dearly, there is sort of a, a vulnerability you have to accept, which is often, you know, beaten out of you in the pickup artist community. Yeah. So I think there's this huge disconnect of what what is expected and what is like learned. And I think this guy has has just started realizing that like moving from woman to woman to woman to woman strictly for the purposes of sex and seeing women solely as sort of like dick receptacles is not a healthy way to live. It's not a fulfilling way to live. And I think he's like realizing that his life has mostly been lonely and sort of like unfulfilling in terms of like romantic relationships.
1: Well, the kind of regularity with which he points out that he is living a pickup lifestyle and the amount and like the level to which he is a 37 year old who seems to have no experience with a monog- monogamous relationship, both hint to me that this guy probably has no fucking idea what to do in a relationship. You know, and yeah, it's like it, it meeting it a bunch of people like... and having sex with them is not at all anything to do with having a relationship. And it's like. Often, the longer you've gone without it, the worse you are and the more scared you are. And it's like a lot easier to be like, damn, it's just because of sex that all this is falling apart. Because that's, again, mm-hmm. this little like pat on the back. Like, look at me having man problems as opposed to focusing the, on the fact that like, if you haven't had a relationship your entire life, if you're asking yourself these questions at 37, yeah, you probably just suck at relationships.
0: Yeah, like you're probably just scared. And, <laughs> and like... Again, like I said, like that is, you know what I mean? The, the one of the biggest things that you're taught in sort of like pickup artists is like to overcome your, your fucking approach anxiety and your fear. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So the idea that this guy is now starting to be like, I might have fucked up a good portion of my life, you know, chasing sort of irrelevant shit. And now he's like, ah, oh, but I'm not allowed to feel scared about this. It's like you need to unfortunately i think in order to do what you want to do which is you know find someone you care about and commit to them you've got to unlearn you know 37 years of the toxic bullshit mm-hmm. that you prioritized for those years yeah um and and how you do that listen to us a little bit you know what yeah, I mean? hopefully make, make a few more female friends and and listen to them oh, without that. trying to fuck them yeah, do a couple flips, front flip, side mm, flip, back flip. Yeah. You know what I mean? um So I think you really need to sort of do like a full life overhaul. And it might seem counterintuitive, but I think you need to take a hard break on dating.
1: Mm. I think what you said earlier about like realizing that not every relationship is forever. Is really important because like if you get in one, it's not like, like you're not signing away your sexual freedom for the rest of your life. You're not, you know, fucking up. You're not missing out. Like if, if you're willing to be in a relationship with somebody, make sure they're worth it. Make sure you actually like them, that you're not just getting in a relationship to be in a relationship and just like see where it goes and try to, you know, keep, keep that thought in the back of your head that you're not signing away. You're not making this giant commitment, but at the same time do make a commitment and and, you know, put yourself forward fully into these relationships and see how they work out. Because, you know, that's pretty much the only way to do it is is practice and vulnerability, right? Yeah. Um, but I, I mean, I, knowing like knowing that it isn't forever, because that seems to be the fear here, or one of them. And also focusing on these more important things that you want to get out of it. Like, those are the two things you really got to keep in mind to be able to move forward.
0: Yeah, I think... It's, it's something a lot of people talk about being like, even the last question where she was like, am I wasting my time? Being in a relationship that ends, it doesn't necessarily mean it was a waste of time. No, Like a relationship can be good. And then when it no longer is good, hopefully in not a a bad way, like a terrible way, like Mm -hmm. it just could be the fact that like you guys have run your course together and now it ends. And it's like, yes, it's sad. Yes, it sucks no one wants it, but sometimes it happens. And, but those years that you spend together wasn't a waste of time. Not at all. Like you're going to grow
1: so much as a person. You're both going to introduce so many things to each other's lives. You know, it's,
0: it's like a great thing. Just spending time with someone that you care about is never a waste of time. Like, how many hours have we spent playing video games? It's like, well, yes. Have we actually accomplished anything? No. Yes. You shot a guy in the butt till he died. (laughs) Yeah. But, but you know what I mean? But it's like, I spent time with you and that is, is what's important Mm -hmm. is, is the time you spend with people because like really at the end of the day, when we're fucking dead, you don't look back and be like, well, you know, the 18 years I spent with my girlfriend or my wife, Uh, allowed me to accomplish X, Y, Z. No, you look back and you're like, you remember the things you did with people. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think a lot of people get fucking weird about relationships, thinking that like there's a time limit on what you should be accomplishing with people in a relationship. And that's not, that shouldn't be the goal. The goal should be, let's be together. Let's enjoy our time together until, if we've reached a point where we don't enjoy it anymore and yeah. then you move on and restart with someone new. And that's not mm-hmm. a waste of time. Not at all.
1: That's literally going to build you up. That's it's stupid. It's like starting your life and being like, Oh, I know if I should go to school, I might not like it. I don't know if I should like eat this food. Well, if it's not my favorite food ever, like, well, if I want exactly. to eat other food, fuck. It's like, if you have a meal and then have a better meal, you're not like, never should have had that first meal. Yeah,
0: exactly. Like, oh, it, cool. it makes but, no sense to me. It, yeah. It's as simple as that. And and like, that's a great way to put it. But I,
1: yeah. a lot Obviously of people you're being massively reductive, women aren't meals and relationships aren't meals, you know, but like, it is also kind of as simple as that. It's like, you're never wasting time, spending time with the people you
0: love doing things that you love. Yeah. Um, and that's sort of like, I think we've sidetracked a little bit from the question, but I think, I think at the core, that fear is what is, is stopping this dude and a lot of people from making meaningful relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, hopefully that helped someone out there who's feeling nervous. Cause I, I think it's something, I don't think we've talked a whole lot about it. Um, but I think it's something that definitely needs to be talked about, about yeah. a lot about a lot.
1: So I feel like just throw your hat in the ring and like go into it genuinely and honestly, but you know, one, focus on the important things that you, you mentioned and realize that like, it doesn't have to be forever. Like that, that's not a bad thing. The fact that it can be forever is, is great. Like if you reach a point that things are so well, sure. And if not, it doesn't matter. It's, it's been fun and you'll meet somebody else. Yeah. All right. You ready? Yep. Uh, Was his name STD Tyler? Yes. I feel like someone who met him submitted this. Uh, This is by thrawr 990 My boyfriend wants me to pay him for his STD treatments. I, 18-year-old female, was a virgin before getting with my boyfriend, 20-year-old male. I should have known better, but I didn't. I had sex with him without a condom uh, when I got on birth control, not thinking about STDs because he told me he was clean and swore he was. I was dumb, believed it when I shouldn't have started getting itchy down there, had bumps, and told him about it. He made up excuses about how I must be irritated or scratching it. I left it alone. It hasn't gone away, so I told him I was going to get checked, and he was insulted. He said he was clean, I never, and I had nothing to worry about, so if I thought I had an STD, I must be cheating on him. I asked if he ever got tested, which he told me no, but he knows he is clean. I started crying, told him he needs to get checked, so he did. Turns out he had something. I don't want to say, because you all probably know what it is, and it's embarrassing for me. He told me I needed to pay him a certain amount every month for him to go get treated, I blamed it on me cheating for him for this STD. I never cheated. Plus, now I have to go to the doctor to get my own treatment, so I don't understand why he wants me to pay him every month. I don't know even how payment methods of testing STDs work yet because I haven't gone in, but it seems ridiculous.
0: Oof. I mean, obviously, this is in the States. and like, that's just like the States, the American health system <laughs> stresses me out so much. Like, there's so many things I take for granted, like going in for an STD check. Yeah like you can literally like pop in and get them done just anywhere. Don't worry about it. You just pop in and and they just
1: like sort you out and like the thought of paying for it is almost like really weird to me. Yeah. And like it's super harmful as well because like people probably don't go regularly enough anyway,
0: but you're going to make them fucking pay for it. It's like, well, yeah. Um uh, that's off topic. Uh, you've got to leave this guy. I like I it's it's really that simple. One, you know you didn't cheat on him. If, if you were also a virgin, you also know that the only person who could have given you this is your boyfriend. Yeah. Like there's no, it would be a little bit more of a gray area if like you guys, you were dating and you had just slept with, you know, a few people in recent time and you're like, I'm not sure which one gave it to me. Mm-hmm. But if you were a virgin, this is the only dude you slept with and you get an STD. You know, it's, it's not a fucking whodunit situation. You know what happened. Mm-hmm. He gave it to you. He lied to you about being clean whether it was intentional or not. And now he's trying to gaslight you into thinking that you cheated on him, which you know, he didn't. You didn't. Yeah. Um, And now he's trying to like blackmail you for, for money. Yeah. Like there's nothing here that should make you stay.
1: Even if you did accidentally give it to this guy again, like Dane said, where you'd both been like pucking up with other people and you're not really sure where it came from. You're under no, like, obligation to give this person fucking money at all even if it was proven and it was like kind of a non like you know you fucked up or you didn't know or whatever like i don't think you're ever really obligated to give someone money so just throw that idea out the fucking window but yeah Dane's 100 right this is manipulation gaslighting on the most positive end of things and he's been lying about it on the way more negative side of things and it's really fucked up i'm sorry this is how your first situation went because that's terrible, but cut this dude off and just no, no more contact, nothing. Fuck this dude. Yeah. Get your, it's... Get your shit sorted out and move on yeah. from there.
0: Make a uh, make a good recovery. Hopefully it's one of the ones that you can get treated. I assume so. If you are going for treatment. Yeah. Um, then it, also understand that things are temporary. It might suck and make, make your skin crawl now, but, You'll get over it. You'll move on. No one will know about it, mm-hmm. and you'll you'll be fine. Don't let this color your future sexual experiences. Um, know from now on to insist on protection until you're yeah. comfortable with a partner, um, and you know realize that like a regular. System of testing isn't a bad idea if you're going to be sexually active. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't necessarily have to wait until there are symptoms to pop in every now and then. And, you know, just get a test because then you can be absolutely certain mm-hmm. like this guy was pretending to be. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if he had been tested regularly, he could have been like, actually, babe, you know what? We're, I'm going to hold off on sleeping with you. Got to get this treated. And it's like, OK, great. Perfect. Move on. Yeah, but that requires a level of like not being a shitbag that this person I don't think has. Oh yeah, this guy is like scum of the earth. He like it's a
1: but he knows.
0: He, he knows. knows. All right. It's that's frustrating. Um I'm so like Nelson. said, I'm sorry this happened, but uh sex is fantastic when you find the right partners. Unfortunately, it, this was a bad choice and uh and and move on, don't let it color your your future experiences because sex is great. Mm -hmm.
1: But like sex should be an equal partnership at the very least. So make sure in in the future, like, don't be afraid to have a condom on hand and definitely don't be afraid to insist. And if somebody won't,
0: that's a pretty good idea that you shouldn't fucking sleep with them. Yeah. Also, if if for whatever reason you ask someone to get tested, like if any of my partners asked me to get tested before I slept with them or, you know, if even if they were just like, hey, uh, we should go get tested. I would like drop of a hat, go and get tested. Mm-hmm. Like it it really means nothing because at the end of the day, it either affirms, you know, peace of mind, knowing I'm clean yeah. or prevents me from giving something terrible to someone that yeah. I supposedly should be caring about. Like there's no downside to going to get tested. No, other no, than, that. you know, like it's people's fear of like when something's wrong, people don't go to the doctor because they're afraid to find out what it is, which yeah, is,
1: which is wild. I don't know. Like, I fucking hate injections. I hate getting my blood done. I hate needles.
0: I go get fucking tested. So it's fine. Yeah. You know? It's, it's there, there are th- There are things... There are parts of being an adult, a sexually active adult, um, that are required of you. And, and you have a responsibility to do it. Yeah. Um and, and getting tested regularly is one of them. Mm-hmm.
1: So do it. Also, like, can we just point out that the fact that his name is STD Tyler also probably just shows the level of like maturity he has a relation i don't know that seems like a wild fucking name
0: right like out
1: there to just attach it to your profile it's like i like how we were like nice and being like oh maybe you're scared of years it's like maybe you're just an immature douche i don't know i know
0: it's when it's coming from seduction it's hard to say
1: (laughs) yeah but i also don't want to be a dick
0: yeah, I, again, for someone who's trying to, you know, quote unquote, get out of the pickup artist lifestyle, I'm, I'm willing to mm-hmm. give people the benefit of the doubt and, and be supportive. Fair. This comes from a chaotic good uh, boyfriend stopped masturbating. I don't know why it's a question. <laughs> <laughs> is he asking? Are they asking uh, us? I don't know. Uh, he's my first partner, so I didn't really know how to respond when he told me. I'm taking it as a compliment, but wondering what it means for most guys. I want to emphasize I put no shame on masturbation or using porn to get up when your partner isn't around. He knows I do when I don't see him for a couple of days because my sex drive is so high. I also didn't ask him because it's personal. But when we were talking about sex, I'm oh, sorry. But we were talking after sex. He told me he rarely masturbates or watches porn anymore because our sex is so good. And why should he when he has me? Like, yeah, it's like if you're sexually satisfied,
1: depending on your libido, then yeah, you might be satisfied from getting sexual release with you to the point where he doesn't need to do it by himself. That's totally reasonable. I also think it's very possible that he maybe just had someone in the past who did shame him for masturbating and he maybe just wanted to volunteer that information. So he didn't get in trouble, <laughs> you know, he's yeah. like a preemptive defense. Like, Oh, just ahead, you know, I think those are two pretty reasonable explanations. And I don't think either of them you really need to worry about if you are in fact, not shaming him for this behavior.
0: So I'm glad you brought those up because yes, I agree. Most likely those are the situations, but what concerns me and here's my like, my caveat, my red flag, if you will. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm worried this is the first step in him sort of shouldn't. No, I'm worried that it's him sort of asserting dominance on like their sexual activities. So him being like, well, I don't masturbate. So I think you should give me a blowjob or I don't masturbate. So, you know what I mean? Like I'm worried it's going to be like your, someone's sexual pleasure should never be 100% reliant on someone else no because i think that's a really unhealthy way to manage sexual desire and sexual release well it's fucked up because it's
1: like you might be horny when your partner isn't which you know it's great if your partner's not horny you should not be having sex or whatever you know you shouldn't have to do what you don't want to do and if all of a sudden they're responsible for you even when they're not in the mood that is very fucked
0: up That's what I'm worried is that like, you know, if she's not particularly in the mood, but in the back of her mind, she's like, ah, but he doesn't jerk off because of our sex. Mm -hmm. So if I don't have sex with him, he's going to get blue balls or some bullshit. Yeah. I'm worried that that is sort of a, a real bad way to start sort of a sexual relationship with someone.
1: Yeah. Um, I'm hoping that's not the case, but unfortunately I think we, you know, it's very possible. It is. um, So for the girl in question, I would just point out, like say that if it is options one and two, they're fine. Like one is, is just fine. It just means he's satisfied and it's all yeah great. And it's probably a compliment too. I don't know. Uh, two is shitty that he had an experience like that in the past, but doesn't really matter now if you, as you said, are, you know, positive and not shaming him for those behaviors. So it's like, you know, not fully positive because it sucks that it happened, but it doesn't really matter right now. And that's, Going to be a good thing that he heals from if you are positive about these kinds of things. Absolutely. Three, it's like you just need to be aware if there's any kind of that like wheedling, like, well, I know you're not into a but, or like, you know, if there's any kind of like coercion or guilt or, you mm-hmm. know, any like backdoor logic of like, oh, you don't want to have sex or jerk me off or give me a blowjob, but. You know, and you need to be you know aware of that and ready to act if that happens, and just
0: be like, well, you can masturbate, it's fine. Yeah, you know, like, I think I think that's like that was my big sort of like, ooh, this there could be something worse happening. Again, I hope it is the first two because, yeah, I mean, like, imagine being so satisfied with the sex life that you're just like, I I have no desire to masturbate. That's great. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, I like I would masturbate every fucking hour if I could. <laughs> um, just because, like, why not, right? Yeah. I don't know.
1: It's I was more like... fun with a partner, though.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um,
1: I think that's another thing. It's like, if, if you're getting it regularly enough, it's like, why, you know? It's like, you don't need to if you could just go have the more fun with it. So, like, I get it. He could be being genuine.
0: Yeah, I, and, like, I really hope it is because there's, there's nothing wrong with just being sexually satisfied. Um, but I would also, like reaffirm this dude if he's a young guy that like masturbating doesn't necessarily mean that you're not satisfied
1: oh yeah that that is one thing i actually did mean to say earlier is that like i did say like oh maybe he's just satisfied but like as you say which i do think is very important to to point out if you're listening and your partner does it does not in any way mean he's not satisfied no not at all um because everyone has different libidos everyone has different habits and you know, getting bored is, is a very real danger these days, you know? Yeah. Like, and
0: like, it is, is clinically proven, like the, the mental and physical benefits of masturbation. So yeah. like there's, there's no downside to it. Some people do it to unwind. Some people do it, you know, like They're it's great for bored. your prostate. It's great for your heart. You know what I mean? Like they, there's all kinds of benefits to masturbation. Yeah. Um, so beyond it definitely the obvious.
1: is not a warning sign that your partner is not, you know,
0: no, statute. not at all. So um, I, I would, I would maybe like, I'm assuming you guys are fairly young cause they did say it's her first partner. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would, you know, just reassure them. They'd be like, look, if you ever want to masturbate, that's fine. I don't care. And it's not going to lead me to believe that you're not satisfied. I, mm-hmm. I know they're not mutually exclusive and she seems to have a pretty good head on her about masturbation and like positivity yeah. about that kind of stuff. And I think that's really refreshing. Mm-hmm. Um, Especially from a woman because I think there's a lot of stigma on female masturbation, yeah both um, and on there's a,
1: them doing it themselves and on their partners doing it
0: yeah, I think there's a lot of a lot of weird shit gets pushed on women at a young age about like masturbation like you said either you know for them pleasuring themselves or to take offense if their partners do yeah, it yeah yeah and so so it's cool to see that you're you're cool with it This is by
1: Thra cheeky i'm twenty three He's 26, together over a year. I have five tattoos. My fifth I had the first session for earlier this week. It's on my hip towards my ass. All my other tattoos are in pretty innocent places. Two on thigh, one on back, one on foot. My boyfriend isn't really interested in body art, and he listens to me talk about what pieces I want, but he's not super actively into it like I am. The piece I'm getting was originally planned to be lower on my thigh, but I talked to my artist and we figured the design flows better on my butt wall. Plus, I think it looks sexy, and I want to do something different and more daring than yet another thigh tat. Anyways, I got home from my first session and showed my boyfriend. He got angry, as was like, why'd you get it there? Did you have to take off your underwear? Who saw you get that? On and on. He asked why I didn't tell him I was going to get it there and how long it took. My artist is a guy and has done two of my other pieces, and he's super professional. I told my BF as much, and it wasn't any different than a doctor seeing your body, and it's not like I was naked and someone jamming a needle into your flesh is hardly sexy. He says, letting another man see him like that and touch me on my ass is cheating, though. I should have asked him or taken him with me, even though the shop only lets him one person at a time right now. Being hard-headed it's really frustrating. I don't think what I did should count as cheating, but I don't know how to make him feel better, especially as I have at least two more sessions before it's done. And this is by... The question is, my boyfriend says I cheat on him by getting a tattoo on my butt.
0: This hurts my head so much that, like, how do we live... How is it 2020... And people still think this shit. Yeah. No, getting a tattoo anywhere is not cheating. You could have got a tattoo on your vagina mm-hmm. and it would not have been cheating unless while he was tattooing you, he was also having sex with you. Which seems dangerous and inappropriate. <laughs> yeah, which uh, I don't know anyone who would be like, hey, you know what I want to be doing? Vigorous motion <laughs> with this crazy dangerous needle.
1: Yeah. Near Um, very sensitive
0: areas, yeah. No, it's in a pandemic. I, oh god, no, having a tattoo, he's 26. Yeah, I mean, like, this is if this isn't a red flag to what he thinks of your body, Mm -hmm. um, and what he thinks of your relationship, like. At what point in time do you need his permission and accompaniment to get a tattoo?
1: Yeah. Like, he does not own you. What's the difference between him standing there while someone sees your butt and him not being there when someone sees your butt? Like, his presence makes it okay? Like, does he not trust you? Like, what? Like, none of that makes sense. Does he need to witness it? Like, is he like a fucking notary? (laughs) He's like, I am here and it was not cheating. Thank you very much.
0: Yeah. No, it, and like the other thing that like this guy seems to be absolutely clueless with is like if this artist was doing creepy shit to his female clientele, he wouldn't have a fucking job, hopefully. But mm-hmm. like female clients wouldn't go back to him. If no. she's gone to this dude several times, you like he's legit. Yeah. Um I know I know a couple of friends uh you know women friends who have a bunch of tattoos and they've actually like it's not it's not like a haircut it's not like you just walk into a place and like tattoo please yeah a lot of people do a bunch of fucking research and have meetings with the artist and like they find someone who fits their vibe yeah it's like and... it's a whole fucking process it's the whole reason why I haven't gotten a tattoo yet is because I haven't i it's just so daunting the yeah. undertaking in order to find a, an artist that you you want to work with Mm -hmm.
1: and like also i think feel like people put in x amount of work anyway like a baseline but it only kind of increases and gets more serious the more you get as well you know yeah like it's not like you're you know maybe the first one was a little haphazard but like it especially the fact that she says the words body art i'm pretty sure this person is into tattoos in the way that neither me or you are you know At that level, in any sense. So it's like, she knows her shit. If she knows her shit, she's gone to a good artist. And either way, like, she's telling you it was fine, so you need to trust your girlfriend. I don't know. This is just,
0: like, painful amounts of jealousy. Like, Yeah, if you can't handle your your girlfriend going to get a tattoo, then, mm -hmm. like, presumably, you're not going to be able to handle her if she goes to the beach. Yeah. Like, God forbid, what the fuck happens when, like, she's probably wearing the exact same amount of clothing, if not less, at the beach. You know what I mean? Are you going to have a fuck? Is she cheating every time she goes swimming? Yeah. Like, what, what, why, where's your metric? What if she goes for a massage, goes to a spa? Do you have to go and, like, stand sweatily in the corner when she's in the sauna to make sure she's not cheating because someone's looking at her? It's Yeah. Because, like, all I'm picturing now is this guy just, like, fully clothed, like, standing in it, like, sitting in a jacuzzi and, like, standing in the corner of a sauna. Just like always in his like fucking, you know, sweater vest. <laughs> I could just
1: see him like dressed up like a bouncer, like <laughs> arms folded, like sunglasses yeah. on, even though it's like, you know, um, but also with like a really official looking stamp that says not cheating. <laughs> so like after everything, just like stamps a piece of paper and hands it. Um, Have you ever heard the song The Next Contestant by Nickelback? I don't know. It's probably one of the most toxic and miserable songs ever. It's basically about a guy whose girlfriend or I guess Chad Kroger singing as a guy whose girlfriend works in a bar. And he's like, literally just like, fuck, I hate it when she goes to work. Cause people hit on her. So I have to follow her to work and sit at the bar and attack everyone who does it, including women. Hell yeah. It's the wildest song and it
0: only gets worse every time you hear it. And I'm assuming that this is that person. Um. Now, I don't want to you know, it's 2020. It's the same thing. Amanda sits at my bar and, like Violently like a assaulted. like a honey badger, <laughs> just fucking. She's just like crawls along the top of the bar. And if you try to get a drink, good good fucking luck, man. She's a biter. <laughs> um. Yeah. So when I was,
1: oh fuck, this was probably like eight years ago, maybe longer. Uh. So my ex got a nipple piercing like a surprise nipple piercing once, and i remember being like wait a minute a guy like because i think they had to like you know squeeze the nipple and get a little ice cube out to make it like you know as erect as possible and i remember briefly being like what the fuck a guy like touched your boob and being like jealous and like weird and then being like this is dumb i need to get over it and getting over it very swiftly you know? Yeah, also, because, like,
0: it's the least sexual thing. <laughs> yeah, I know, right?
1: <laughs> Unless this sick freak, that's why he got into the tattoo biz. No, like, like, by all means, have that irrational moment, but, like, it's what you do with it that counts, and what you do with it is get the fuck over it and think about it rationally. You don't act like a lunatic.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's hard for me to, like, empathize with these people, because, like, my girlfriend is a burlesque performer. You know what I mean? Like, imagine if, I, like, I rolled this way <laughs> well, that's like, the thing like literally, literally them, my head would explode <laughs> well
1: that's the thing it's like you it's so much less fair for you right because this guy he has to go beat up and then stamp one tattoo guy right and like he's distracted he's tattooing your girlfriend's butt you can clock him pretty good you have to fight like a whole room of people
0: a and they're all goddamn bar. On,
1: on horny energy
0: half of them have so, like uh they're just driven crazy by the pheromones in the air I, If you remember, a couple of minutes ago, I did say I would masturbate every hour. And the only reason I don't is if so that to, like, I can beat up bars. I can, yeah, I can channel my own horny energy mm-hmm. to fight all these horny bar men yeah. and women. I don't discriminate. Everyone gets beat up. Good. Just like Nickelback. <laughs> <laughs> if there's anything it is to take away from this episode, I know we've talked all about a lot, is just be more like Chad Kroger. Do you want me to read out some lyrics from this song? I would wish that you wouldn't.
1: Uh let's just do the first six <laughs> six lines. I judge by what she's wearing, just how many <laughs> heads I'm tearing off of assholes coming onto her. Each night it seems like it's getting worse. I wish she'd take the night off so I don't have to fight off every asshole coming onto her. Nice. The ly- the chorus is just Is that your hand on my girlfriend? Is that your hand? Imagine mean, I wish- I wish you'd do it again. I'll watch you leave here limping. This poor woman's just trying to make some fucking money. I even fear the ladies. They're cool, but twice as crazy. Just as bad for coming on to her. Everyone keeps coming on to her. This time, somebody's getting hurt.
0: <laughs> Chad. Fuck yeah. Chad, what are you doing? It's not cool. <laughs> Avloving can fucking go bartend if she wants to. Are they, <laughs> are they still married? To at this point. Uh, all right, let's end this. Before we get mean to more of Canadian sweethearts. Oh yeah, damn it. Alright, you ready for some tinder red flags? Yeah.
1: Oh, where do I start? Okay, I'll just start left to right. Again, Valorant, Agent Valorant Hart is a fucking non-stop champ and has given us some choice cuts. So this is a person I can only hope her name is Nyla, because I feel like... This is it just you with a wig? It's me with a wig. Just looking to blow off some steam
0: on a break from my boyfriend for a month. Okay. It's weird that they know it's a month. Hey, maybe it's just one of those things. I had I had friends who are who are poly who would be like, "We're going to open for three months." Fair. As long as it's a healthy and consensual one month break, I don't necessarily think. I mean, like, especially if you're just looking to hook up. This is great. You know, you yeah. don't have
1: to worry about anything. Hey, there's some honesty. There's some powerful honesty going on. Whether or not it's got a sinister root, I, I appreciate it. I'm giving it a yeah. seven. Yeah. I uh, yeah sure. Uh, how about? Our good friend Bev here. I'm a
0: fun girl. Aha. ha ha ha. No, Bev, no, please. Is it weird? Like, I imagine this. I know she's not, but I imagine this woman to be much older than she probably is. Because the only Beverly uh, or ha. Bev that I've ever known was a very old, very sassy woman. Was she a fun girl? Aha ha ha ha.
1: Like, who decided that that was the appropriate thing to type out?
0: Yeah, especially with that that parsing. I don't like that at all. No, okay. Be, be less fun, Bev, please. <laughs> uh, what would you what do you rate that? I, I, I have a hard time with numbers. I just want to say yes or no. Well, that's less boring. Less fun. Ah, yeah, I know, less boring. It's less fun. Okay, f- fine. I'm going to say three. Okay, yeah. that. See, that
1: works. Okay. Now, this is going to be a journey because this person doesn't have... Any like space, like it's missing a lot of spaces and punctuation is just kind of thrown in with no regard for what punctuation is. Okay. Which is ironic because the first two things it says are you colon intelligence period. But then they spelt out period and then put what isn't a period after it. Um, There's no spaces between any of those words. Smart is sexy manners, but of course no spaces sense of humor is a must in like one word amust which i i really like actually everything else is painful but a must as one word i love it
0: that is that is nice that seems like
1: old english right like something's a foot this is a yes. must a must um me and then they have a wild amount mm-hmm. of random flags one of which is i think a golf flag um a uh, briefcase oh
0: no no is it, is it like a uh stick with a white flag?
1: No, stick with a red flag.
0: Oh, uh, well, she's letting everyone know right off the bat. What?
1: Oh, red flag, yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's like European flag, Canadian flag, arrow, Algerian flag, house, six, Canadian flag, red golf flag, pointing finger, uh, university degree hat, English flag, German flag, and then like 19 more fucking flags with a briefcase in the middle.
0: Yeah. I don't
1: understand that. I swipe on beats. What does that mean? I like to look dangerously like that. I like to make myself laugh. Getting ready to go back to Canada, but COVID 19 got me stuck in. Really just looking (laughs) for an excuse to go back to Asia. Hashtag identity crisis. Hashtag no roots. Hashtag what's my age again. Hashtag no dumbasses. Hashtag be nice. Hashtag no EIG. In my mind, I'm a government. I'm in government T dot. Hashtag lost in time. You got 48 hours to message or. X. Sorry. Cool.
0: Cool. 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 And they cool. work for a
1: nice company in the big building.
0: I mean, good to know she has a good job. Yeah. I, I, there was something in there that you said that upset me and I don't remember what it was. I, I
1: there's so much. I don't want to go back.
0: Yeah, no, don't, I don't ever want to hear any of that again. I'm it it this hurt again.
1: me to read. I'm giving it a zero. Maria pasta enthusiast connoisseur of all things. Sweet. Won't pull a Kanye. and will always let you finish first. Huh? Do I always want to finish first? No. I
0: mean, that's the, like, I, I feel like that's a weird thing for a woman to say. Right?
1: It's like, did you miss the point of, of that in reality?
0: Yeah, because, like, I, I don't think most women have the problem with men not finishing.
1: Yeah, yeah. And also, it's like, if a woman finishes first, 9 out of 10, or, or even higher, they're, they're good to keep going. You know, maybe achieve a second or third, or, you know, whatever. Whereas, like, if a guy, it's like, well, it's asleep. I'm giving I it like... a five. Yeah. Because, like, I don't hate it, but it's a little confusing.
0: Yeah. I it's agree. like,
1: did they try to make a joke without think? I don't know. This is Tamlin. Her and three emojis is a lipstick, the drama masks, and a bagel. Okay. Uh, we might be compatible if you are drug-free, drug, fr- drug free, including cannabis, piercing-slash-tattoo-free, cat-free, looking for someone beyond a casual encounter, and are Jewish, and then in brackets, or Jew-ish.
0: Bracket. is it bad that i assumed that when she put the bagel she meant she was jewish
1: um yes
0: I, f- I figured that was a that was her telling us um i hate this because of the cat thing so i knew you would <laughs> zero <laughs> yeah move on get out of here
1: so this is great this one has powerful energy the next two actually have powerful energy uh this person's profile picture is a box of text That says, if you want to DM me, please act like we're already friends and be chaotic, because I physically cannot, in capitals, keep hey how are you conversations, dot dot. This is Sophia. My kink is being loved and cherished forever. Kitten smitten. Coffee enthusiast. Netflix binge watcher. Introverted extrovert. And then,
0: the tour de force. Only message me if you have a ride slash place to hang out, heart. You know, see, I'm going to go the opposite direction. She did say she was kitten smitten, so (laughs) ten. I'm a simple man now. I'm a simple man. But can you act like you're
1: already friends and be chaotic? And also, why would she need a ride slash place to hang out if she isn't like 15? Because she probably lives at home. Yeah. I don't know. I'm giving that a zero. And now for the finale, this is no way. Always sus, but
0: rarely the imposter. Yeah. <laughs> I know a few people like that. That's going to be a 10 for me. That's a 10. Thank you very much for joining us this week. It's always a pleasure. Um, if well, you you're in like America, uh, thank you for I, visiting this week. I just it, have a text to always. speech. I write it out ahead of time, and I just let it, just let it go. That would explain uh, a lot of our, like you know, wandering conversation. Yeah. Um, if you're in the states, please be safe and uh, you know follow the voting rules and make sure your vote counts uh, because it is a very important election and, and we care about you and we want to come see you soon. And also vote for the right person. Not the devil. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. But uh, thank you very much for joining us. I, it means a lot to us that you you take an hour out of your, your busy, busy days to spend with us. Um, so thank you very much. Uh, if you want to reach out and either chat with us or ask us a question, you can find us at facebook.com slash podcast. You can find us on Twitter at fck underscore buddies. You can find us on uh, Instagram if you want. We've got some Instagram uh, activity recently oh, yeah. at uh, fuck buddies podcast. You can also reach out on the emails at f buddies podcast at gmail.com, or you can visit us online at f buddies podcast.com or plenty of And you can fill out a little contact form and uh, we get an email. You could choose your agent name and we'll answer your questions.
1: Yeah. We have so many ways to contact us. Bonus points. If you use all of them, <laughs> Do you have some bad sex writing for us? Yeah, it's going to be brief, which is probably good, because we've been going on. But thank you, Josh Eagle and the Harvest Cities for their song, Paper Stars. And I'm pretty sure this was most recently made into a movie, right? The Devil All the Time? Yes. So this is from the book of that, I guess, by Donald Ray Pollock. That ain't none of your business what's in my head, she told him. Her chin was sharp as a hatchet, her eyes like lusterless gray marbles. Her only redeeming feature was the thing between her legs which some had said reminded them of a snapping turtle.
0: <laughs> oh, boy. If, if someone told me the only good thing about that woman is her vagina and then was like, what would you compare it to? And then said, snapping turtle. I would be like, okay, so this woman's just garbage all around. Yeah, like, how is that
1: anyway redeeming that's also probably the most hor- one of the most horrific things i could think of putting my penis anywhere near
0: yeah like just- have you seen the head of a snapping turtle well, it doesn't it doesn't even matter just like remove the turtle from the equation if someone just put the word snapping and will you put your dick inside of it no no, I don't want my dick near anything with the verb of snapping. Well, what if it's just like, oh, man, that pussy's snapping? <laughs> right? I don't, I don't want that either. Oh,
1: <laughs> that pussy is fucking popping. It's popping. It's crackling. It's snapping. It's the weirdest
0: Rice Krispie ad. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to go out on that. Uh, thank you very much. My name is Dave Miller. And I'm spinning And we have been your fuck buddies.